Hi, and welcome to Sip Sip Hooray, the podcast for wine is always fun. I'm Mary Babbitt. And I'm Mary Orlin. Uh, we are here to inspire you and to introduce you to some fun wine people. And hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about wine and be inspired to try something different. Get out of that Chardonnay and Cabernet rut. And today we're going to party because we have a little bit of wine to taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Also today, we've got um, some new stuff for you uh, in the Wine Buzz, which is our segment about what's going on in the wine world, the latest and greatest news in the world of wine. And don't worry, it won't be too geeky. We just want you to have some really good tidbits to, you know, toss out there when you're at your next wine tasting. Yeah, or the cocktail party or whatever. So, um, Mary O, you want to kick us off with something new? Sure. Um, Right now, the most exciting thing happening in wine country, at least in Napa Valley, is the Prisoner Wine Company has come to town with a new tasting room. Ooh, they've got their own place now. They do, they do. They are in what was the um, Franciscan Winery tasting room. Um, they're, both brands are owned by Constellation, one of the biggest wine companies in the country. Yeah, Franciscan's and an old brand, right? It is, so. right, yeah. So they totally redid the tasting room, so now it's got the theme of, like, you know, there's nooses hanging up outside. You can do selfies with them. <laughs> <laughs> Who know. doesn't want a new selfie? <laughs> exactly, you know, and it's got all the things you might expect to see in a prison. Right, So shackles um, and whatnot. But it's um, the way you can go try the prisoner which has that label that um, was taken from a painting by the Spanish artist Francisco Goya. It's a little bit dark, you know. Sure, yeah. It's fitting with that kind of dark red blend, Mm -hmm. which is so super popular. I mean, I remember when that first came out, and people were like, have you tried this wine, Mm -hmm. The Prisoner? Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a, I guess, kind of an accessible cab blend, Mm -hmm. cab, Zinfandel. What else is in there? I don't even, you know, a bunch of stuff. It probably changes every vintage. Maybe so. But, but it was, it's a powerful wine, but not that tannic, no. right? So it made it kind of approachable. Well, you know, one of the little secrets about the prisoner. What, Mary? Tell well, us. Um, folks in the wine industry know this, but um, it's a little bit sweet. Now, it doesn't taste perceptively sweet, but um, there's a thing called residual sugar, which means... The wine is not fermented completely dry, so they leave a little bit of sugar after fermentation, which just makes the wine more fruity, um, makes it a little bit smoother, and, um, you know, most of America has the Coca-Cola palate, so it's very pleasing to a wide range of palates, oh, and I think that's, and, you know, that's probably why it flies off the shelf. It's very approachable, very drinkable. <laughs> Uh, no, now I get it. Like, I'm such a sugar person that no wonder my body immediately responded to this, like Pavlov's mm-hmm. dog or something. Sure. Like, I like it. And a lot of the red blends that are so popular now, they all have just a tiny bit of sugar, residual sugars, same thing as leftover sugar, or that's yeah. not added sugar. Right. I was just going to ask. It's to just make from sure. the natural process of fermentation. Fermentation is basically converting yeast and sugar into alcohol. So they just didn't take it all the way out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then all of us sugar addicts went like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So now you can go to the prisoner uh, winery, right? And Mm -hmm. um, is it one of those places, do you have to make an appointment? Can you just show up, or what's the deal? Yeah, you do. So nowadays the big thing is having experiences. You Mm -hmm. know, like um, millennials love experiences. I think everybody loves an experience. It's better than going to belly up to the tasting bar. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so old school now. I loved that. (laughs) (laughs) You and the tour bus, right? (laughs) 
my people. So um, yeah, you you um, there is a regular tasting experience. It's forty five dollars, six to forty five, and you. They say that reservations recommended, but then they have um, more in-depth experiences like a food and wine pairing, or maybe with a tour and tasting. And you do need to make reservations. So, and most of the wineries, especially in Napa Valley and Sonoma, are like that these days. Yeah. You know, they um, they they want to manage your visit, make sure you get personalized attention, have a great time. Which okay, on one on one hand. That's great because you are going to have a really good time. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to get some nice little nibbles along with mm-hmm. your wine. Mm-hmm. They're going to make sure you have a, a personalized experience, as you said. Exactly. You're not going to be inundated by a whole bunch of idiots in the mm-hmm. tasting room right. bugging you. Mm-hmm. So there's that in, but it's mm-hmm. also cost more. It does cost more. So what um, folks are finding is that, you know, in, um, when it was just tasting bars, people would hit maybe five, six or more wineries in a day, now it's like two or three because the experiences will take 45 minutes to an hour or so. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can't cram more than two or three into a day. Right. So you're staying longer. And they're probably selling more that Mm -hmm. way because, Mm -hmm. you know, have you been where there's so many people you're just kind of shoving your glass yeah. forward, like, <laughs> just just fill me up again. Yeah. Just yeah. let me try the next one. And you, and you might want to know something about the wine, and they don't have time. They're just like, they pour it and move on. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what are we drinking? Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Just drink it. And then buy a bottle. <laughs> and join the wine club. <laughs> join the wine club. All right. So, so the prisoner, yeah. and it's on, tell me again where? So it's um, on Highway 29 mm-hmm. in... Napa Valley in St. Helena. Um, if you're going north on Highway 29, it's on the right side. Um, and also as part of the visiting experience here, there's something called the Makery, which is kind of cool. Um, so in you have the wine component, but then you have about four or five different local um, artisan producers. Maybe it's food mm-hmm. or um Soaps or candles, pasta. Um, it's like the gift shop. A gift shop. Yeah. But, you know, it's all things that are made locally, handcrafted. Um, by hand, handcrafted <laughs> from Napa Valley or the Bay Area. So, cool. you know, it's something else to experience and a way to bring wine country home with Absolutely. you. And give some help to local purveyors, which is mm-hmm. always nice. Sure. So, Mary B., um, what's on your mind? Well, wine, number one. But um, <laughs> so... Two buck chuck. Right. We know it. We love it. Yes. It's been around. And now we're upgrading, Mary. We it's, are. Yeah. There's a better, newer, better, more natural two buck chuck. And it's actually four bucks. It's three ninety nine. But if you've seen it at Trader mm-hmm. Joe's, there's it's organic two buck chuck, which I can't even call it that. Organic Charles Shaw winery. So let's mm-hmm. call it, I guess, four buck chuck. Is that or how about four buck organic chuck? Four buck organic chuck. <laughs> doesn't quite roll as well. I know, it doesn't. But. but I brought some for us to taste. Cool. And um, they have five different varietals now. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it's um, sourced from around California, and it's certified 100% organic grapes, which is an upgrade, right? Absolutely. So I think it's taking this really popular thing that people truly responded to, mm-hmm. the idea that, hey, I don't want to spend a lot of money for my weeknight wine or whatever, my non-special occasion wine. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they now are saying, okay, maybe you want to save some money, but maybe you also want a little bit, um, something a little bit more natural mm-hmm. and a bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So for three ninety nine, yeah. you're going to have yourself an organic glass of wine. And there's Pinot Grigio, there's Rosé, Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Cabernet. Wow. Um, one of the coolest okay. things about it, I'm going to show you as we open mm-hmm. this one, 
it um it looks like a cork it's made out of it cork mm -hmm. like comp um, composite cork or something like mm -hmm. that right mm -hmm. and instead of being instead of needing a um a wine opener it's a screw on cork so let me Whoa. see if it actually pops okay. open let's see Mary B is twisting this cork out of the bottle pretty easily. <gasps> it made the noise. <laughs> All right, so you still have that celebration factor. Because what is wine without a cork pop? Right, and that makes it a little bit fancy with nice. that little. Okay, nice. so let's start with the Pinot Noir. Okay. Okay. Um, again, three ninety nine at Trader Joe's. So I know what some of our listeners must be thinking: a four dollar hmm. Pinot Noir. I mean, is it going to be any good? Well, we'll. We'll taste it and yeah, let you we'll know. We'll give you the straight poop on this stuff. Let's see. Okay. So it's um, kind of, you know, it's, um, I think, you know, like a medium ruby color. It's, um, you can see through it, which yeah. is, means it's not super full body. Okay. Good enough. Very fruity. Okay. Not bad. A little bitter on the finish, I think, but it's very, it's um, super fruity. Yeah. I would say, I would give this like a, I'd give it a B for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd give it a B, sure. With food, I'm I think it'd be With much food, better. right? With some. <laughs> with cocktail hour, with like cocktail when, hour. If, given the right time of day, mm -hmm. this could mm -hmm. be just perfect. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> You know, I'd, I'd have this with pasta, you know, with a nice marinara sauce and meatballs or yeah. pizza. Yeah, it's a little kind of, there's something kind of flat about it for me. And yet, it's not, um, it's not bad. No, I mean. For $3.99. Yeah, I mean. When you weigh, weigh it against what you paid mm -hmm, for it, yeah. it's delicious for $3.99. Absolutely. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, you know, like a basic Chianti, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's sometimes, have you, we've all had a really cheap wine that was mm -hmm. just horrible. Yeah. And I've also had a really expensive wine that was horrible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this is not horrible. This is not not drinkable. It is perfectly acceptably drinkable. I would mm -hmm. pour this yeah. for friends, and I would mm -hmm. not be embarrassed to pour. No. Especially, and I would tell them it's organic. You know what? And um, if you serve it a little bit chilled, I think that'd be a good thing. Which I think is a good tip on a Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm, not People mm -hmm. usually serve it room temp, but yeah, I think I a little chill on it. It goes down better. It does. You know, you don't want it to be ice cold like you would have a white wine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just a little bit, you know, stick it in the refrigerator for half an hour yeah. before you serve it. Mm -hmm. It'd be perfect. It's going to shape this Charles Shaw 399 <laughs> right up. Okay, right. we're going to pour that one out because I have a Chardonnay. No, did, did I bring the other one? Pinot Grigio. Is ah, okay, we're going to go a little backwards, but hey, we can handle it. We're pros. Is that backwards to go uh, red than white? Not always, but usually. Okay. <laughs> Oops. But hey, it's our show. We can do what we want. And it's three ninety nine. So who yeah. cares? Okay, ready? Okay. Here's the other one. Oh, it's very satisfying. Awesome. Oh, and also, so the Delia, um, you can stick this right back on. You can recork it super easily. Perfect. Because it's got a little bit wider on the top, and you just push it right down. Okay. So um, I would I actually it. save those for your other bottles. I love that. That means you can take this on the go, like for a picnic. Yeah. Or yeah. Something absolutely. where you don't have to take a corkscrew along. Here. Probably should have poured the rest of the red out, but so it's a little okay. tinge of pink in there, but who cares? Okay. So this is a 2017 Pinot Grigio. So it's aged just a little bit. <laughs> when you're. Mm. Very fruity, kind of sweet, it but is. very fruity. And it's almost a little bit floral, too. Mm hmm. 
like that. I like it okay. Yeah, it's a little sweet mm-hmm. for me. I'm not really a sweet wine a person. Sweet. Mm. So a little, except for I did like the personal. Who knew? <laughs> I was I always said I'm not. Maybe I am. Anyway, um, this one is a little bit overtly sweet mm-hmm. for me, but I think it's very fruity, and yeah. I think cold. Ours is room temp. Sorry, yeah. Mayor. Ours is room temp, but I think cold. Mm-hmm. Again, like with maybe like a cheese plate or something, yeah. this would be really nice, huh? Be, yeah, absolutely. Um, the point is, it's three ninety nine. Yeah. it's organic, and yeah. it is an upgrade. If you liked original mm-hmm. Tubac mm-hmm. Chef, you're going to love this exactly. because it's um, yeah. it's a little bit better, and it's yeah. organic. So, Mary, do you remember, Mary B., do you remember <laughs> we have to distinguish between me, Mary O., and the Mary other Babs. Mary. <laughs> Mary Babs. We used to call her Babs on the show. <laughs> I mean, when we were off camera. Um, do you remember the show we did where we thought it'd be fun to get together a bunch of wine lovers mm-hmm. and have them taste some wines blind? And um, so we snuck two buck chuck. And this is when two buck chuck first came out. We snuck it into the lineup for Chardonnay and Cabernet. And so um, we started, of course, with the white and went around and did the tasting with, um, there were three wines and, um, Everybody voted for what they liked, and uh, we were when we knew it was the Charles Shaw wine. Yeah. And so when we did our re- big reveal and pulled the bag out of the, the bag, the um, bottle out of the bag, mm-hmm. you could have, I mean, all the gas and people were just right? stunned and surprised. It was a great TV moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, we d- <laughs> so much of the way we experience wine is mm-hmm. through the label it's through knowing oh this is going to be special mm-hmm. oh look at that yeah. and yeah. it's like that whole experience it's telling your brain this is a fancy lovely wine get ready to love it get ready mm-hmm. to really enjoy this wine mm-hmm. so when you don't see the label when mm-hmm. you don't know how much you paid for a wine when you're truly tasting blind are our palates really that refined to mm-hmm. know, you know, good or bad? Mine certainly is not. I'm going to own that right now. <laughs> I don't have a clue. So that was so fun to see mm-hmm. people vote for the yeah, um, two Yeah, there were some really serious wine people in yep. that tasting. And they were like, <laughs> oh, my God, they couldn't believe it. But, you know, it just goes to show you, we, um, we can be so... Um, tricked by price yeah. you know thinking oh it's a $50 bottle of wine not that I would open that any day but you know for a special occasion but you know some some folks think you know if it's more expensive it's got to be better yeah and honestly not always so this is I, I totally agree with you mm-hmm. Mary and I want to let's raise a glass yeah. to the cheaper wine there that we can go. all just enjoy exactly. without guilt. Right. You know, it's a great weekday wine or just, you know, if you want to open a bottle by yourself, you know. <laughs> you have our permission, okay? That's right. If you're you know, good enough, if you don't finish enough, it, it's okay. You know, you only spent four bucks on it. And this cork is easy to yeah. put back in the bottle. And stick it in the refrigerator. Absolutely. All right. So that was my wine buzz. Keep drinking so you can be well, buzzed. A sip, sip, hooray to that. <laughs> So um, this item is kind of super cool, especially for wine geeks out there. But, you know, so you know what a regular wine barrel is, right? Yeah, sure. It's a wooden thing. A wooden thing. It's about 60 gallons and um, it has two heads and then kind of the, you know, fat little barrel. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that has become very popular in about the past decade or so is something called a wine egg which is a concrete vessel. It's um, shaped oh like an egg, and that's why they call it an egg. But Cement? Cement, Ooh. and or concrete. And it's actually taking something from old school winemaking 
where um, in Europe, they, if you go to some of the older wineries, they have all these huge concrete tanks that they would ferment and age wine in. And if you think about it, wood is a little bit permeable, so it lets yeah. a little oxygen in, which helps wine age and also helps when wine is fermenting, you know, get some oxygen in there. Yeah. Um, and it um, kind of improves the texture a little, gives it some texture. Um, and people found that these concrete eggs, because of the shape and the material, um, they really like fermenting some white wines in it because it gives it a little bit more crispness and a little bit more texture. Does um, it let air in? A little bit, a little hmm. bit. Okay. Um, but they don't age it in the concrete tank. Well, this one um, barrel maker, um, which we call a cooper uh, in oh, the wine that's world. A, okay. That's a cooper is a wine barrel maker or any barrel maker, really, because they can make whiskey barrels, they can make barrels for beer, okay. you know, any 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 alcoholic beverage. Yeah, I think I've heard of a cooperage. Cooperage, where, where exactly, they make where they make where these. Coopers right. make their cooper. So there's a French firm called Segun Moreau, and hopefully I didn't butcher it too badly, but um, they debuted a big wine barrel that is a big round sphere. Okay. So made um, out of made out of wood. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And so here's a photo. Um, I brought that, and I'll post it on our so website. So taking that egg idea, but making taking it out of wood. Egg. Yeah. So here it is. It's huge. Wow, it is. What does that cost? Um, so regular wine barrel uh-huh. is brand new French oak, which are, which is the most expensive. Can be about around fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars per barrel. It's kind of a lot. I didn't know that. It is a lot. Um, American oak is a little bit less expensive, mm-hmm. but still, you know, brand new barrels are a major investment for any winery. And how long, do, how many times do they use them? Well, it depends. It's up to the winemaker and their style. Some just use them once and then they sell them. Wow. Some will keep, um, they'll use it, you know, they'll put, um, like if they're doing a oaked Chardonnay, they might put maybe 25% of the w- wine batch into the new oak and then maybe they have a barrel that's been used once or twice Mm -hmm. or maybe even three years and once you get beyond two years or so it's the barrels are really neutral they're not imparting any of that oak flavor we've come to expect like vanilla Mm -hmm. um, caramel Mm -hmm. some you know spice like even um, clove or something like that Um, all those spices cinnamon and red wines and clove and red wines that all comes from the barrel so if the old ones were twelve or fifteen hundred dollars, what is that giant wooden okay, egg one? So this holds about four hundred gallons, um, and this is brand new. It's a new geeky thing. Um, Fifty thousand euros. It went. Um, it debuted at a um, wine um, trade show called Vini Tech, which was in Bordeaux back in November twenty eighteen, and um, so. 50,000 euros, wow. which is the equivalent of, well, it's 57,000 U.S. dollars, Whoa. you know, in that range. So, yeah, it's going to be, um, I don't know. <laughs> so, but how many, so one egg is equivalent to like how many barrels? So, um, gosh, that's a good question. One egg is... Um, so I guess I'm wondering how many would a winery need to purchase yeah. But I guess that's just for your special cult wines, right? Just for your right? special cult wines. There's a lot of 
wineries do experiments with most of the wineries I know that have the eggs have maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. And those are anywhere of the capacities anywhere from about 450 to 500 gallons and on up. Um, a regular barrel is about 60 gallons. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they're not putting every single wine in the concrete egg. And I can imagine they're not putting everything in the spherical It'll be interesting Daryl. to see if it but makes yeah. a difference, though, well, right? you know, they've they've just launched this, um, and they're saying that it's good for adding even more texture and rounding out the wine. So, you know, it's still very much in the um, experimental phases, and it'll be interesting to see who the um, early adapters are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, so. you know, as they so everything that's brand new starts out mm -hmm. more expensive, and then as it gets, mm -hmm. if it works, they keep producing things like that, and right. they figure out cheaper ways to yeah. do it. So, and, you know, maybe they don't need this big, huge sphere. <laughs> it's like, you know, this huge globe of wine. <laughs> right. But probably those wineries that do invest in it will make mm -hmm. it part of your tasting experience and charge mm -hmm. you to go look at it right. and then <laughs> make the cost back. Right? Exactly. But anyway, you know, um, it's very Instagrammable, don't you think? <laughs> want a selfie uh, with it with the egg <laughs> with an egg with an egg um there's a lot of wineries in california that have those so yeah those are fun but um you the know, wooden egg when the the um wooden sphere wooden, oh i'm sorry they're not calling it yeah. an egg it's not an egg it's it's spherical shaped just like a globe okay yeah. right okay and it's made made of wood so um yeah it, and it's it's oak so all right. Well, so, and it rotates. Oh, so, you know. All right. I'm gonna, like a little spigot. Um, <laughs> so, I'll say that's buzzworthy. Yeah. I'm giving that a thumbs up All on right. the buzz meter. Cool. All right. So you know what we need? We need a, a wine question. Yes, we do. All right. So let's see what we've got going today. Hi, this is Dan from Seattle. And my wine question is, I like to put an ice cube in my wine, but I get these strange looks from people. Am I doing something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. Um... Actually, you're not doing anything wrong. No way. I do it all the time. Me too. And yeah. people are so surprised when they see me put an ice cube in my wine. Like, oh my God, what are you doing? It. You're going to ruin your wine. Like, I, I had a great glass of cake bread Chardonnay last night at a, a party up in San Francisco. At a, at a, it was at a bar, mm -hmm. a hotel bar. And um, it wasn't quite cold enough for me. Yeah. And I can't say, well, actually, can you put this in the freezer, this glass of wine in the freezer mm -hmm. or in the fridge and cool it off? It's not going to get any colder in my glass. So I'm like, hey, I said to the bartender, can I have a couple ice cubes in here? Mm -hmm. And he was totally fine with doing it. Oh, yeah. And um, it made it better for me. Well, absolutely. And, um, you know, one ice cube is not going to dilute that wine too much. Mm -mm. And if it makes it better for you to drink why not mm -hmm. and you know some and as we know in this country wine is served too warm or super super cold mm -hmm. but um when it's too warm and this goes for white and red plop an ice cube in it it's okay and people are always like oh I can really do that. And yeah. you're like, yes, you have our permission. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that a certified sommelier said, yes, yeah. it's perfectly fine. So, Dan, don't worry. You know, when people look at you strangely, you can say, well, the gals on Sip Sip Hooray 
said, I can do this. And well, I have their permission. So. Yeah. So it's like, you know, get with the program. That is you know, all the all authority the cool, you need. Dan, all the cool wine people do it. No, so. but you know, we've talked to a lot of winemakers who say A-OK. Yeah. Because really, and we've said this so many times, but what it's about is your personal enjoyment mm-hmm. of the wine. Mm-hmm. So if having an ice cube in your wine mm-hmm. makes it taste better to you, mm-hmm. Then bravo! What a winemaker really wants mm-hmm. is for you to enjoy their wine. Exactly. They're not like, yo, you have to drink it at a certain temperature or, or whatever. A special glass. Like, oh no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> but um, so I'll confess, when I'm at home, and sometimes if I want to have a white wine or a rosé and I haven't chilled it, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just go ahead and open it because I'm impatient, and um, I'll plop a ice cube in it and I'll stick the bottle in the freezer so it gets cold fast. Well, and honestly, I think a lot of people, uh, I have done that too in the freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just have to set a timer, otherwise you might forget <laughs> and then you open it up and there's a frozen bottle. Right, right. But I think a, a lot of people over the years have added um, sparkling water to wine to mm-hmm. kind of extend it so a little less alcohol mm-hmm. so you're getting kind of the taste mm-hmm. without, so it's your kind of cocktail without the heavy duty alcohol mm-hmm. and to that um, extent, adding a couple ice cubes can have the same effect of like diluting it a little bit mm-hmm. and allowing you to enjoy it longer maybe, huh? And Mary B, do you know about wine slushies? No, I don't know about wine slushies. <laughs> how have you, how come you've kept this from me, Mary Orlin? <laughs> well, it's kind of a new thing. Um, and so there are wineries who um, kind of make wine slushies. You know, it's frozen wine, you know, basically like, you know, a frozen margarita, yeah. only it's wine. And um, it's refreshing, you know. And wow. um, so um, when you, you know, alcohol usually doesn't freeze, but because there is a high water content in wine, it does partially freeze. So what you get is a little bit of slushy. Wow, fun. So, That's yeah. a great summer little treat, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. So, you you know, if, um, should you forget about that wine bottle in the freezer? And... <laughs> <laughs> Slushy time. Slushy time, exactly. <laughs> you know, don't let it go to waste. <laughs> Uh, Dan, thank you so much for the question. If you have a question for us, go to our website, sipsiphooraypodcast.com, and there's a button there that tells you how to submit a question. We love hearing from you, so we encourage you. Any question, big, small, silly, or serious, give it a shot. Record it for us, and we'll answer it for you. Sure. And so we also want you to connect with us and be there on social media with us. So Check out our Instagram and our Facebook at Sip Sip Hooray Podcast and on Twitter, Sip Sip Hooray, the number one. And um, we'll post some information from this show and other shows on our website, which is Mary B. Sip Sip Hooray Podcast dot com. That's right. <laughs> she did that because she knew I'd have to think about it for half a second. And I did. But <laughs> That's okay. So that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to get back into this four buck chuck. I'm going to go with the Pinot and Mare's going to drink the, uh, the Pinot Grigio. But I need an ice cube first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So, well, thanks for listening. And we'll um, see you next time on Sip Sip Hooray. Cheers. Cheers.
The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice ice latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'.